Hi everyone, welcome to the Self-Publishing Tips and Tricks Show, a series designed to give you insight into the world of self-publishing and marketing your books. I'm Shannon and I'm here with my co-host. And I'm Ben Pick. I'm Morgan Lee. And we're here today with Caitlin Young. We're going to ask her questions about her self-publishing journey and how she markets her books. But before we jump into the interview, do you guys have any news or points of interest that you want to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. I am finally out of developmental editing purgatory. My manuscript, my first manuscript, is, I, I got it back from the developmental editor. And so I'm doing a couple of, I'm doing a couple of run-throughs of it first. I want to try and cut a few thousand lines. But I do want to say that Morgan, I owe you an apology for what I said last time and how it could be construed. So I got everything back from the developmental editor and you are the first person I'm looking to for a professional line editing um, work through the manuscript. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I know um, I can't wait to see what comes of it. So hopefully we'll match sure. But. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, I don't really have anything as far as news or information going on with me right now. I'm just working on finishing book two of my trilogy so that I can get it published by the end of quarter two. So that's all that's going on with me. Hey, Shannon, what's what's new with you? Well, my second book just launched um, at the beginning of January. And uh, by the time this broadcast goes live, yay, I know, it's so awesome. And uh, so by the time this goes live, I should hopefully be um, having my third manuscript, my third book, going out to my critique partners and getting some feedback and hopefully get that going. And uh, so I heard what you said, Ben, about uh, you got your edits back, and that's so exciting um, to, mm -hmm. to work on those. So now let's talk about our guest author today. Caitlin Young is the author of The Vault. Her love of vampires and literature has inspired her writing. Caitlin recently graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee with her degrees in English and film studies. When she isn't writing, she's either glued to the television, editing photos for her Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan account, or spending time with her dog, Baxter. She currently lives in Wisconsin with her family. Welcome, Caitlin. Would you please take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and your writing? Hi, um, so I'm Caitlin Young, author of The Vault and soon to be author of The Four. Um, that's all else I have else to add besides what you introduced me as. <laughs> okay, well then we'll just go ahead and jump right in to the questions. Sounds great. So Caitlin, would you mind telling us a little bit about your journey to publishing your first novel? So my journey to publishing my first novel started in NaNoWriMo of 2019 in November. Um, I had the idea to write a vampire story that revolved around friendship instead of the usual romance story. So during NaNoWriMo, I wrote the whole story. And then for the next two years, I spent time editing it, getting it all ready to publish. And then this 2021, I published the book. Awesome. So what made you decide to self-publish rather than traditionally publish? I was leaning more towards self-publishing since I started writing because um, I like to have control over every aspect and I would be able to publish the book as soon as I wanted to. And I know with traditional publishing, it's really slim chance that you're going to get published anyway. So I really wanted my book out there as soon as possible. I'm like you. I, I like having the control over my book for sure. So uh, that probably answers our next question. But I mean, would you ever consider traditionally publishing? Um, I it's not off the table. I would consider traditionally publishing, but again, I'm used to self-publishing now, and I think that's where I'm going to be going for the future. Cool. Did anything inspire you to self-publish, or was there some famous self-published author who really 
made you want to go that route? Um, so when I started writing The Vault in 2019, I started looking at NaNoWriMo videos on YouTube, and I saw that a lot of the people who did NaNoWriMo were self-published authors, so that really inspired me to go the self-publishing route. Nice. So did you have any misconceptions about self-publishing before you published your first book? I think a big misconception a lot of people have is that self-publishing is for people who can't traditionally publish, and I don't think that's true. I think a lot of self-publishing authors have weighed both the positives and the negatives of traditional publishing and just realize that self-publishing fits them best. So I know you've, um, you're a bit new to the self-publishing world. Uh, just like me, I think our books came out pretty close together. Um, but so far, from your point of view, what have been your greatest publishing successes? Um, I think my greatest publishing successes have been just getting, my number one has been getting a review from a complete stranger on my book. That was really great to read, a really positive review from somebody I had no idea who they were. Now, what about your least favorite part of the indie writing to publishing? Uh, what has been your least favorite part for the journey so far? I think my least favorite part has been getting a cover designer. I haven't had the greatest success with it, so I ended up designing the first cover myself. So it's really hard when you're indie publishing to find the perfect person to do the job for you and make sure that you both flow well together. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so are you comfortable discussing any publishing missteps or mistakes that you made along the way? Yeah. So one of the mistakes that I made was when I first published The Vault, I did have one really big typo. Well, not huge typo, but I didn't put a space in between two words. And a lot of people pointed it out to me. They were like, yeah, you forgot to put a space in between these two words. So I had to re-upload it like three days later. Was that just one instance or was it every time you used that specific word? Um, it was three times when I used that same phrase, but other times it wasn't like that. So I had to make sure I went back and I edited it. But knowing about your, your missteps, what advice do you have for self-published authors from the moment they push that publish button? Um, to read your manuscript again after you publish it, because there might be things that you see that you didn't see beforehand. Um, if you have like a physical copy of the book, you might, when you're reading through it, you might notice something and don't be afraid to change something. You can always re-upload it if you made a mistake. Great advice. If you were going to pass on one thing to aspiring writers, what's your best piece of advice to them? My best piece of advice would be to write what you love. Um, a lot of times people try to write for the market, which is good if you're really trying to sell books. But at the end of the day, if it's your passion, you want to write something that you're going to really enjoy reading and something you're going to really enjoy writing. So we're going to switch over from publishing to marketing. So what are some of your marketing strategies? So my number one marketing strategy is posting on social media. I'm really present on Instagram mainly, and I'm trying to get more present on Facebook because I think a large part of my audience is on Facebook. Um, one of the mistakes that I've made is that I, um, a lot of my posts appealed more to authors than to readers, so I'm trying to market more towards readers now. Yes, that reader-writer divide, that's, it's a really hard line to, to figure out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say is the best money you ever spent marketing your books? Um, the best money I ever spent was on the program Book Brush um, so that it can make up mock-ups for your cover as well as you can help, it can help make your cover design. So that was the best money I ever spent was on Book Brush. What marketing have you tried that you would never want to do again? I did pay an Instagram account to post my book on their page and the post ended up getting 40,000 likes but I don't think it resulted in any book sales. So it was kind of a waste of money. Wow, that, that's really great and interesting things to know. I, I've heard great things about Book Brush, but I, I haven't 
broken down and bought it yet, but I, I've heard it can do so many great things. And then I've wondered about the Instagram accounts. I've had a few reach out to me and say, hey, for X amount of money, I would feature your book. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> so that's, that's really good advice to know. Uh, which social media do you think works best for you? The social media that works best for me is definitely Instagram. Um, I post on there. I try to post every single day and get a lot of engagement. But again, I'm more likely engaging with other authors and writers than I am with readers. All right. So I'm pretty sure I might know the answer to this already. But do you feel that social media is valuable as an author? Why or why not? I think that social media is really valuable. I think it's good to have a platform where people, where your readers can find you and where other authors can find you. And it's really easy to interact with people through social media. You mentioned that you do Instagram right now and you're trying to expand to Facebook and Facebook ads. Which one of those is easier to use or easier to connect better with an audience? I think both of them are relatively easier to use, but if I had to choose, I would do Facebook ads. With Facebook ads, you can also click a button where it'll run the ad on Instagram as well. So instead of running two separate ads, you can just do it all, do it all throughout Facebook. And it's pretty simple once you get the ad running. Right now, I have an ad running um, for my pre-order for the four, and it's running from now until February 8th. And I've actually seen sales for my first novel, The Vault, um, increase since I started running that ad. Okay. So what is your best tip or trick for Instagram ads? I think my best tip would be to make sure that the image that you have for your ad is as sellable as possible. Just make sure you have the name of your book, your name, and any details about the book that might interest somebody. What is your best tip or trick with Facebook ads? Um, my best tip or trick is to make sure that, um, as I just said, make sure that your image is very well received and make sure that it's very clear and then make sure that you have a link directly to sell your book or if you want to have it go to your website you can but I would suggest having it go the link directly to how they can buy your book. I wanted to ask what's the difference then between the the Instagram and Facebook ads for you? Um, the difference I think is that for the Instagram ads I don't believe you can I, you might be able to include a link but I know for the Facebook ones you can include a link directly to where you can buy your books so I think that is the biggest difference. With so many different resources out there, it seems like there's an infinite number. How do you funnel it down so that it's useful for you? I just watch a ton of YouTube videos of people who have done it before. Just a ton, a ton of YouTube videos. And then I pick out the things that I think are reasonable enough for me um, based on how much money I am willing to spend and based on how much time I'm willing to spend um, marketing. So if you could pass on one piece of advice to self-published authors in regards to marketing, what would, what would that piece of advice be? Um, I would say try everything to see which one works best for you. Um, each person is different. You never know if you're going to find one that's easier for you or one that works better for you. So I would just suggest to try everything at least once. That feels like it might be overwhelming, but so yeah, <laughs> once, but I guess maybe you just tackle it one at a time, try one thing, see what it does, try the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna um, transition from marketing now to your writing life. How much time do you spend working as an author versus the other writing related stuff like your editing, your finding readers or reviewers, marketing your books on uh, social media? I think I spend my least amount of time writing actually. Um, the only time I, I seem to actually be able to write a book are during NaNoWriMo events. Um, otherwise, when I'm not doing NaNoWriMo or Camp NaNoWriMo, that's when I'm spending probably like an hour to two hours a day either editing watching marketing videos and marketing, making posts for Instagram. So, yeah. 
So then in terms of your writing life, how do you, do you set a set period for each month? I mean, do you really just wait for NaNoWriMo or Camp NaNoWriMo or do you write in between or how do you set your goals for writing? I don't really set goals for like monthly or weekly. I try to write, I try to write, read or edit every single day, try to do something. But I know myself and I know it's really hard for me to sit down and just write a story when I don't have like the NaNoWriMo weighing over me. Um, so I do have one book that I am working on that I'm trying to work on writing every day. Um, and so far that's going good since January started. I'm trying to build a habit, but I don't really go by goals. All right. So when you're coming up with a story, what comes first for you? Writing or the characters, the setting or the plot? The plot usually comes first, followed by characters and then setting. Hey, on your YouTube channel, you talked about the process of getting the cover done for your first book, which I, I actually love those videos. I love what you ended up doing. Um, but can you tell our listeners uh, what you went through with your first book cover and what you ended up doing? Okay. So for my first book cover, I saw this um, girl. She made gorgeous, gorgeous covers. So I reached out to her and we set a date for when we would start working together. And then when that date hit, I gave her my information and she responded. And then she ended up um, getting sick. So she wasn't able to work on it. And then after she was done being sick, she said she would work on it. And then she ghosted me for like a week. So that ended up not working out. And then I reached out to somebody on Fiverr and I hired them to do my cover. And that was, she ended up doing a good job. But at first I asked for to have my male and my female characters on the cover. And she put two female characters on the cover. And then I had to get her to edit it again. And I ended up just using that image on the inside of my book. And I ended up just um, designing the cover myself in book brush. Um, so for to design the cover, I really wanted it to be red because, you know, vampires, blood and red all go together. And then so for my cover, I also um, I was skeptical about putting a cross on my cover just because it's not really a religious book. But the cross is a reoccurring theme throughout the vault. So I ended up using the cross as the T on my cover. And I really like the simplicity of it. And then I ended up actually having two covers for my debut novel. Um, the second cover has both of my main characters on it, and the female character is actually a picture of my sister, and then the male character is a stock image that I found online. I, I love that story about that being your sister on the cover. Now, both of your books have to do with vampires as the central characters. What other types of books would you consider writing, or any other subgenres, or would you throw, I don't know, other monsters in there? Um, vampires is primarily where I'm at right now. I do have a work in progress that is um, just a YA contemporary. So it's kind of opposite genre of adults, vampires. But I think I'm open to writing any type of genre as the ideas come to mind. All right. So next we have a few questions from fans of the show. Okay. So the first one is, which vampire books are your favorites? I really like the Vampire Academy series by Rochelle Mead, I believe is her name. That's my favorite one. So our um, next fan question, what was your biggest challenge while writing The Vault and how'd you get over it? My biggest challenge since I did write it during NaNoWriMo was just writing every single day and hitting the word count. Um, I got over it by trying to, I found writing sprints on YouTube. So I would join a lot of writing sprints and those really helped me get through my funk of not writing. That's good, that's good, I can see that. Will there be a sequel to The Vault? Is it going to be a trilogy? Is it going to be a long-spanning series? How do you- Yes, it's going to be a duology. So there is one more book coming that I'm hoping to publish by the end of this year, but I haven't written it yet. So no guarantees that it's going to come out this year. Cool, cool. 
All right. So our last fan question, um, and one that came because of your love of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Bangle or Spuffy? Um, definitely Spuffy. I think Spike and Buffy are the best match from the TV show. Um, overall, I do think Buffy's better off by herself, but if I had to choose, it would be Spike and Buffy. <laughs> I like that idea. So the, the, I like the idea that, you know, she'd be better off by herself because I, I do think that neither male character really helped her as much as she could to grow as a, as a character. I agree. Yeah. All right. So our last question for you, what's next after the four? Um, after the four, I do have another novella that I wrote called Omeo and Jewel, which is a Romeo and Juliet retelling with lots of vampires. I am trying to make a novel length, so I do have to write about 20,000 more words for it. Um, and that one I'm hoping to have out this summer. Great. So we can look forward to that one because I know you, the four um, will come out February 8th, right? Yes, February 8th. And so when this this broadcast goes live, it'll be a, exactly a week after it's come out. So I wish you the best of luck with that for sure. Thank you. Thank you. So you've answered all our questions, but before we wrap up, will you please tell our listeners where they can find you and purchase your books? So if you go on Amazon and just type in Caitlin Young, my book should pop up and I am on Instagram, Facebook, and BookBub. Um, my username for all three of those is WriterKSY. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure getting a chance to talk with you. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of all of your YouTube channels. Uh, thank thank you. you so much. Yeah. So, well, thank you so I'm much. Sure too. Thank yep. you. Well, thank you so much to our listeners and viewers. Uh, March 1st, we'll have Aphrodite Lee on the show, author of the Glass Corridor Trilogy, who has been writing since finding the magic inside her fountain pen. And that's it for this episode. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.